This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome back to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is a very disgusted, along with myself, Max Cohen. This is our initial reaction show, the Fulham's 4-1 to loss to Coventry City. Early in the morning for us, it's a very early match also in England. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't think Fulham showed up, so maybe they just stayed back at Craven Cottage because that was a disgusting display, Max. But I'll just start by saying this. Full credit to Coventry City. After they came out for the second half, they were the better side. They deserved all three points. But you know what? Fulham were disgusting. I, I, I don't know what else to say. And also, we will talk about the dive, which actually led to the uh, onslaught that Fulham saw. Credit to Coventry City for what happened afterwards. But they were first gifted a goal. And secondly, cheated for a goal. So we'll talk about that. I'm angry, but I'm mostly angry at Fulham. I put up Mad Max or Optimus Max. This can't be Optimus Max after this. So just give me your opening thoughts on the horrific display that we just watched. And listen, we just wanted to come right back on. We're not going to go long. This is a full-time show. We will have a post-match show. But... uh I think it's good to just get this all off of our chest and we can finish off our day. So, Max, let it rip. This team needs a wake-up call, and, and it got that today. We're nowhere near good enough to be promoted to the Premier League. And even if by some miracle we did get promoted through the automatic places, did you really trust this group of players who got thrashed 4-1 away at Coventry to stay up in the Premier League next season? It's a joke. It's a joke what we saw today. Anima and Reem standing on top of each other. To give away that goal, I mean, that, unbelievable. I was at Luton away in 2019 when Mawson yep. had some of the worst passing out the back I've seen. This was much worse than that. To think about, listen, the dive was disgraceful, one of the worst dives I've ever seen in my life. Yep. But the fact of the matter is, the full performance was so awful. Oh, that that dive is not even the top five talking points for me. It was an anonymous performance. I think the back five as a whole is was terrible, terrible. Tim Ream, love him, love his tweets. He can he can make me laugh all I want on Twitter. 
he, he made me laugh and honestly disgust on the pitch today. Anthony Robinson needs to get a grip. I'm a United States men's national team fan, as are you, Russ. We have a big issue. He's not ready for anything close to the Premier League, even the championship. Dennis Adoy, not even championship player, shouldn't be getting on the bench most weeks. And Alfie Lawson, I don't know why you're not starting Tosin. I'm not, it, honestly, Marco Silva deserves a lot of blame. His arrogance there. He thinks, listen, I can rest. Well, we need to talk Tosin. about that, about arrogance. the starting 11 decisions here. Was it fitness related? I Maybe Marco Silva will let us know. We're doing this right after the match. So his presser afterwards will come out. Hopefully he'll be asked the decisions with the starting 11 because it was a little bit of a head scratcher for me with Tosin on the bench. My first thought was, Maybe he was giving him a break for fitness. Maybe he was giving Mawson a chance, but I don't know, man. That you know, would we have been better off with Tosin? I'd like to think so. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But also, let's not take the attack away from any blame. Oh, it it was a luck of a goal. We yep. were leading one 0 at the half. We didn't deserve it. And as you said, Ross, full credit to Coventry City. Full they credit. played us off the pitch. Yep, they were superb. And again, no disrespect. Didn't know a single one of their players going to the match. Not a single one. I think I'm pretty well-versed in football, as are you, Russ. This is a team of no names. They got promoted from League One. And yes, they've had a great start to the season. But we're a Fulham football club, right? We're top of the league after yep. the first five matches. We, back in August, I remember us having a conversation on this very show. I can't see us losing a match. I can't see us even going behind. We were scoring goals, two, three goals in the first 10 minutes. This is a, this is a rally check, a massive one. And it's yep. been coming. We lost away at Blackpool. Throwing away points against Bristol City. Yep. You know, having poor performances against Reading. This is a culmination of that. This team is nowhere near good enough to go up in the top two. We saw that today. It, it needs, a, a, honestly, a big revitalization. Yes, we're losing Carvalho. Less we're using Kenny Tete. But those two players should not cause the entire team to crumble. No. The worst thing, Ross, and I end on this, we're the leaders on the pitch. There was a spell when we conceded the three goals in, what, 10 minutes when it was directionless. And we had, you know, the ca- captain tweeter, Tim Ream, Giving away the ball. The keeper had a shocker. Mitrovic is running. He's, he, he'd rather take out his energy on the referee than actually play a match of football. Hare Wilson, anonymous. Cabano, anonymous. Decade over Reed, worse than anonymous. Didn't do a thing. A lot of issues on this team. And then what's the solution? Bring it off. John Mikel Sari, um, Cavalero, Muniz. Players didn't even make an impact. Not even close. Well, this need, We need a big response. You know, international breaks coming up. We need a right. response after that. Well, here's the thing, Max, and to go along with my opening thoughts, and uh, there's a Goldman to start us off. Where was the Fulham response? Where was it, Max? Because, as you mentioned, Fulham go down, and there's a chance here, even when you're down 2-1 to one for a response, right? There is a chance. And my question is, where was the response? Where was, you know, the thing that concerns me about this club right now is when they get down, they crumble. They crumble, Max. So that, to me, this is the most worrying thing. Where was the foam response? And we'll go through the goals. We'll go through the cheating. And I'm going to call it outright cheating. I'll say it when foam do it. I certainly will say it when someone else does it. This was cheating from God and absolute effing cheating. I'm not going to swear. I'm going to come close, okay? But. They go down two to one. I'm expecting a response. And this team cannot deal with adversity. Like you said, brings on substitutions. Did you see a sense of urgency from these guys? No. The did, thing did is, Russ, it got worse. It got worse and worse as it should have gotten better. 
when you go down, there's usually a response. Whenever I've watched matches over the years, there's usually an uptick. And I didn't see it. I saw similar urgency, not extreme urgency. I said, okay, we're just going to keep doing our thing. You don't keep doing your thing when you're losing. You pick up the pace and you show urgency. I saw none of that. I am complete and utterly disgusted by this. And the most worrying part about this is what I'm talking about right now. When they get down, they've shown no, zero ability for fight back. None. And again, you mentioned before, with all due credit to Coventry City, they played great. I didn't know basically their entire team. I know, I know, I knew McFatsy, and I, I believe that was the only one that I knew. I didn't know any of their players. But that's, you know, and again, I don't follow them each and every week. They played as a team. They played as a unit. They destroyed Fulham. They were the be- better side in the first half as well. I'll, I'll even say, go that far. Oh, yeah. yeah Fulham no. were fortunate to be up 1-0, and I'm thinking there needs to be a response in the second half. And, yeah, there was a response, all right, but it was from Coventry City, not from Fulham. So, Max, we're not going to spend too much time here. So let's just talk about the first half. Let's talk about the own goal that, that again, listen, Fulham created this, and Mitro thought he scored. But Fulham actually were under pressure to begin the match, and they get this own goal. What, what were your thoughts about the own goal? Yeah, first of all, great delivery from the corner. Yep. I'm not exactly sure. Who, I think it was Cabano might have been, but it could have been anyone. I'm not sure who took the corner. But Mitrich does well, you know. He both the defender and him have a you know their arms around each other. It's not a foul. It's good physical play, and, and it's it, it's a gift of a goal. But even with that gift of a goal, I thought we were second best the entire first half, and that's the frustrating thing about this match is we were given a lifeline. We were given a goal on a plate, and even still, we blew it away in spectacular fashion. The entire first half, you could tell the rain was coming down. They were playing quickly. We couldn't really possess it very well in the no. field. Coventry City was playing the game they wanted to play. That's when right. We got sucked into that. We kind of went down to their level. Honestly, the only shot we had, in my opinion, other than the own goal, was the decade of a kind of long range effort. Yep. We, the attack today, I know we're going to talk a lot about the defense because the defense is laughable. The attack was just as bad, if not worse. And that's really concerning because you think those players, Mitrovic, far and away, he's coming off that first half hat trick, right? Best striker in the league. Harry Wilson. Where was he, argue. by the way? Did he play? Did he play? <laughs> you know. You know, I'm, I'm going to point this out because I was a big fan of bringing in Harry Wilson and we've seen some of his brilliance, but he is almost feast or famine, Max. Either he is dominant in the game or he's basically anonymous in the game. He was anonymous here. Anonymous. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what's frustrating is that when you have players of that quality, all of them can't go missing on the same day. And that's exactly what happened. And they all did. And they all did. This, and this is a selection issue with Silva. Right. I think he played Decade of Reed in the 10 here in, in that kind of midfield three. He's a central one with Caban and Wilson on the wings. It's not working. Yep. It's not working. You need, you need to change that because that, that's not good enough. We don't have a player. Again, we're missing Carvalho. It's a big miss. Where's that number 10 who can facilitate plays in a central attacking midfielder? It's not there at the moment. It's and that's kind point. of shocking because we got Shalaba. We got Kina. I'm not sure what's up with them. Injuries, selection. I don't think Kina's Shalaba's injured there. right now. Exactly. But these players we got in on, on deadline day. They're not there. They're missing. Who do we turn to? Someone who should be doing better, but isn't. And then the fluidity is completely gone. I, 
I just don't know what was happening because at the beginning of the season, we're so free flowing. There was no flow here. There was absolutely no flow. And it really starts at central midfield. You talk about the number 10 role. I couldn't agree with you more. It's pretty obvious that Fulham missed Fabio Carvalho, but they should not be falling apart, Max, because they've lost what an 18 or 19 year old kid. Exactly. There's no reason why they should be falling apart. And listen, even if we play the reserves, right, which is still a strong side by championship standards, right. they, should, they should not be losing four in the Coventry. That's no. the thing about this. We can complain no, about it's injuries. it's embarrassing. This we're is looking at the players we have. The players we have should be far and away in the top two of this league. And that's, and that's why I think the disappointment's setting in right now. We didn't just lose to Coventry. We got outplayed from minute zero to minute 90. And every single one of their players, I think, had a better match than ours. And that's what's – I mean, and, and that goes to the very core. Again, right. what are we? We're fourth in the league. Right now, fifth at worst. I haven't fifth. seen the table, but I've, we're the, I believe we're fifth. We're in the playoffs. We're spots. going to be fifth. Okay. We're not going to get relegated. We're not even outside the promotion spaces at the moment. So it's not a total disaster. Yeah, That's what I want to bring. I'm, I'm, I'm running Mason Levity. You know, it's not all bad news. But the expectations, as they have been past couple of seasons, is top two. And I think we're seeing again that dream is, is coming out of our grasp right now. We're letting it slip away. We cannot let that happen. We know getting up in the playoffs means a much tougher task than staying in the Premier League. And here we are, sat the 2nd of October. It's like watching the same movie on repeat. You know, this team is not good enough to be in the top two in the championship. Something needs to change. Well, I'm going to put this up, Max, because this to me is what it is with Fulham. This is who they are right now. This is exactly who they are. Feast or famine. It's either great or horrific. There does not seem to be a middle ground with them. They're either going to win or they're going to lose. Maybe they'll get a point or two. But they play to win. I like that. But then they can get their asses kicked like they did here. They got their asses kicked at Blackpool. I'm going to call it like it is. They got their asses kicked against Reading because, you know, again, you can dominate. You can have all the opportunities. But they actually got their asses kicked because they could not figure a way to beat that team. That was embarrassing, too. This is a hell of a lot worse. People might disagree with my take on Reading. Fine. Again, that that was a game they should have won. So that's why I'm saying it's an ass kicking. It, it, this is a complete and outer ass kicking, Max. Go back. To and, and, and let me ask you a question, Russ, because this is something I, I generally don't know. And maybe in the comments, people could chime in. I think yep. I have the answer. I'm not sure. How many points have Fulham picked up from losing positions this season? My gut reaction is nil. Absolutely none. Yeah. I, I certainly don't think we've come back to win a match. right? And, and that's what's concerning about this team. Yeah. Most of all is that, Adversity, we crumble. We crumble. And yeah. even today, you know, I, I was going to go on a tangent about how when the other team scores first, we're essentially done. But we scored first today, Ross. We scored first. And, and, and it still wasn't enough. No. So, no. That, Scott Parker's team, I'm not going to talk about Scott oh, Parker's please, team Oh, please, let's much. not go there. But Ross, I need one line. Scott Parker's team, they, they fought. You know, it wasn't pretty. And the football was dull. Yep. And, and it didn't work out. Yep. Scott Parker's team, this, that team fought. And they held on to results. And they came back and had character. Silva's team doesn't at the moment. And again, oh. the leaders are missing. Tim Ream should be a leader. All he was doing was giving away the ball at every opportunity. Harrison Reed, someone who's been with us for a while in the center yeah. midfield, he should have been a leader. He wasn't, I just don't see a player there who can galvanize that team and make a difference. That yeah. shouldn't be happening. A team of these, these type of professionals who are far too good for this league. Okay, I'm, I'm going to take the word of uh, what on earth, no points from losing positions this season is correct. I, I think that is correct. Yeah, All right, my friend. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the train wreck of the second half. 
Okay, Max, let's not waste any time. Let's go to it. You know, and again, it's embarrassing to talk about these goals. And uh, we're going to focus on the first two of them for Coventry City. It started from the get-go. And I've watched the replay of this. And it really is like three Stooges stuff between Tim Ream and Josh Onima. So let's talk about this. I'm watching this and I'm thinking, what are they do? What's Ream doing? What's Onima doing? And next thing I know, the ball's in the back of the net and the match changes. Let's talk about the three Stooges act from Fulham to start the second half. I, I honestly don't. I don't have any words for it. The, the ball is, is in between your captain, Tim Ream. Has played what probably over 350 professional appearances across football. I mean, this is not an inex- inexperienced player, and someone who, mind you, has experience playing at the back, considers himself very adept with the ball at his feet. And then Josh Onama, another you know pro who sh- should know better. And it, uh, that is laughable that there's the communication breakdown on a pitch, not on training in the actual match that, that leads to a goal at such a crucial moment, two minutes into the second half, coming out of the dressing room. They're saying, listen, we, we need a response. We're up on no, we're not playing well. And that's how we start. Very frustrating um, and inexplicable. Uh, and you could just tell. I mean, you want to talk about turning point, Ross. As soon as that goal went in, the crowd. We, we've been missing this for 18 months with the pandemic and whatnot. But I think it's honestly underrated playing way in the championship. Places like Coventry, the fans make a massive difference. They really do. And you could just tell the mood in that arena shifted immediately. And we knew we were going to have a fight in our hands. And it didn't help that, you know, Four or five minutes later, whatnot, less I think, uh, the referee gives gives them a penalty, and the sad thing was, as soon as it happened, you thought this game's gone. I didn't see a way Fulham could respond. I didn't either, Max. It's funny because the minute I saw the award for penalty, I'm thinking, hopefully the linesman will overrule this, let the referee know. But that didn't happen. I'm thinking, this is going to end badly. And let's talk about this because. I'm pretty open on this. I don't like divers. I really hate diving in general. Even when Fulham get it, I, I will say I hate it. I understand that, you know, you don't take away a goal for your team. But I hate this because this changed the match. You watched the replay and Anthony Robinson did not touch him. Now, Anthony Robinson not put his close. foot there. He no, put but his, right. I know. Yeah. Don't even don't even be an apologist. Don't, don't even diver. get that. Right? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any diving apologists on on this show because you can stick out your foot all you want, but there's no contact. And he went down like he was like he was jumping over like like he was just slide tackled, shot by a sniper, whatever. I mean, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Embarrassing, embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but I think that doesn't shield from Robinson's terrible performance. But he was no. not at fault at all for that. No. That's just the ref. No, but again, we're talking about. Goals that change matches. We're talking about the first one. This is the one that changed everything. You and I both knew at this point, Fulham were in a lot of trouble. Also, let's throw this in. One of the reasons why I felt that way is they've not shown me that they can come back from adversity. They've not shown any, you know, instant that they're going to come back. And they showed it again. They could not do it. There was no urgency after this second goal. I knew the minute that they got it, that they were going to score. It's, it, again, it's two to one, and I'm thinking, I hate to say, I'm going to say it right now. Match is over. I'm thinking, you, you and I both said we knew it was not going to be a good ending. I thought maybe they could figure out a way to get a point, but as we're finding out, they don't come back from losing positions at all. So at this point, 
the match is really over. And that's the sad part of this because we had a lot to go. And because, again, Fulham have not shown that they can come from behind at all. And that, that's going to lead to the third goal. Now, let's give credit to the third and the fourth goal. The third goal, this was a great goal. But how are we letting this player get into this position to score the third goal? And I'll tell you what. This is all about Coventry City. These third and fourth goals, it's all about their effort and how badly they wanted to put Fulham away. They smell blood and they went for it. Third goal is a perfect example of that, Max. And I'm just shaking my head and I'm thinking, is this really happening? And it's happening, Max. The third goal from Coventry City, your thoughts? That piece of individual quality on the goal, I mean – that's what was missing from Fulham all day. It's a great goal. I mean, it was a great hit, the technique there. Um, someone in the comments just said, was the match as bad as the scoreline made it seem? Much worse, honestly. I'll say it now. Coventry could have had six, and we didn't deserve one. There, there was a, because, uh, there was some very good nil. saves. Yeah. Um, I think the one issue I could say is that Adoy, you know, kind of forgets how to defend, just kind of sits back and says, listen, mate, I'll kind of bend my knee and let you give you a great opportunity to shoot this right in the far corner. It's not pressing. It's not closing someone down. Um, yep. But I, I don't want to take too much away from the technique because I was just hit so well. Um, and, you know, there's, there's, the ball's just, there's no spin. I hit it right behind it. Right, It's an arrow in the back of the net. Um, again, where is that from Fulham? We didn't, we didn't even have a shot that was anywhere close to that quality today. Yeah. I want to share this. This is from uh, Graham Whitted. Plus goals three and four were – Weren't unsavable? I don't know about that. What What are your thoughts about that? Um, yeah, listen, I think fingers should be pointed at, at the keeper, at Gazaniga. I don't know if, if he deserves a starting spot, honestly, this season. And if Silva were to send a message, I think dropping a keeper would be a good place to start, honestly. I'm not necessarily as pro as pro Rodak as some fans are, but I think a performance this, this bad and this yep. poor from minute zero to 90. Yep, it, it needs some some big changes, and then the manager needs to send a, a message to the players. Yep, why not? Why not drop the keeper? Who knows? Don't think, don't think that's the main source of the problem. Let's be no, clear. I, I, I I don't think so either, Max. You know, and again, if you want to point fingers at a player, you can do that. But this again was a train wreck from every player on that pitch. I I don't think anyone deserves any mention in a positive manner because I think they all. This is a complete team loss and that's going to lead to talk quickly about the fourth goal and again like I said what was interesting and I'm glad that you brought this up they could have scored five or six in this match the fourth one again was it preventable possibly but as we're talking about Coventry City they were looking to put us away and they did so so again I shouldn't be shocked by this but I actually was a little bit shocked that we gave up a fourth here I don't know why because the match was going in that way yeah, we just capitulated, you know, in, in, in those times, um, you know, in the comments who are asking, why not Brian in, instead of Robinson? I, I think that's a really good question. Honestly, I would have played Joe Brian, uh, come off a good match against Swansea. And you think about it, a lot of the goals did kind of start on our left back position. The cross is coming in from there and whatnot. Robinson was found out a lot today and honestly looks physically weak. He just didn't look up for it at all. <sighs> yeah. Selection issues are an issue. Um, but, I mean, the, that fourth goal, that was a killer. I think okay. that's also a cross coming from the left-back position. Okay. Here's a, a question from Tamara. 
Why don't you answer my question about choice of lineup and substitutions? I'm at a loss and wonder what you think. We we did talk about the lineup situation, but what are your thoughts about that? If you want to go into more detail, Max, and also the substitutions. You also mentioned that as well. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think she's referencing perhaps the Brian Robinson thing earlier yep. on. And I think Joe Brian has had a hard time of it, honestly. He he played really well at a couple, I think he had a sister, played well on the left-hand side on Swansea. Probably should have retained his spot in the starting lineup, but I think with the rotation that Silla tried to do, yep. it, it didn't pay off at all. No. My, my question, though, honestly, who is the best player in, in this? Because I think the biggest issue for me is in the midfield and the center attacking midfield position in terms of attack, right? Right. I think Mawson, it's clear. It should have been Tosin and Reed. That's clear. Adoy, we don't have many other options. I mean, is Cyrus Christie going to be that much better? Is Steven Session, you know, fit to play in the championship? Probably not. So kind of, I think we're, it's either Adoy or Christie, in my opinion. Yep. Neither of those are amazing options, right? Then you shift to left back. I think Brian deserves a run out. Center mid, you know, Sari was dropped. Listen, I don't think Sari is, is ever good enough to play um, away at Coventry. I don't think that's his position. You know, he's not going to thrive in this environment. So I'm fine with him being well, Let me share this with you. What, what are your thoughts on what Graham shared here? Harrison Reed is the only player to come out with any credit. Agree. I mean, he had, he had like one nice turn in the second half and then couldn't play the final ball through. He was all right. But yep. I mean, at that, I think he probably got a four out of 10. And that's by far the best result I'd give. I'd give out of all player. of them? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine if you go and you look at all of them, you know, including Moss and, you know, Reem, Robinson, Adoy, forget about all, all the defense. It was horrible. But then you talked about when you look at the midfield, that's where the real issues are because they weren't creating anything. Yeah, and, and, and and the game completely bypassed us. Coventry yeah. was dictating every single attack. We couldn't have our possession style at all. And it seemed like we were just getting cut through at every opportunity. We just yeah. going by us at will. Because it's really it was just reading on them. Because Deckard overread ahead of them wasn't helping out. So no, you really just have it, two holding midfielders. And you're going to get overrun. You're going to get overrun. You know, it's funny, Max, because we started by talking about this. And I keep going back to this because the problem is in central midfield. And I'm scratching my head thinking, Fabio Carvalho, how much of an impact of his losses? But we can't just look at one player and say, that's it. You know, we used to do that with Tom Kearney, right? Well, if Tom Kearney was there, you know, I I don't expect Tom Kearney to return. I would love for Tom Kearney to return, but they are really missing Fabio Carvalho. There's no question about it. They they are missing it, but it's just, this is just an embarrassing defeat. And I don't want to hear this excuse because you might hear this excuse. Well, we played Wednesday and then we had to play early on Saturday. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no excuses. I, I, I don't want to hear that. I, I don't want to hear excuses when you're going to play. You, when you're going to play, you're going to play. No excuses like that. You know, I wish I was a professional footballer and I would get up for any match. I'm tired. Fine. I'm going to play. No excuses. The other team, they were ready to go. Full more, full credit to them. All right, my friend, we got to wrap this up. I'm glad that we did this show. We, again, we'll, we'll do a post-match show and that'll be fun as well. But I needed to really rip this Band-Aid off. And uh, final thoughts before we go, and then I'll share my final thoughts. Yeah, you know, Dean's asked in the comment if he thinks, if he thought, you know, I thought Fulham would win the playoffs if we went up. At this moment in time, I don't even have an answer. I think we have the quality to do it, sure, but have we executed in, in tough situations against teams no. around us? 
No. The answer is no. The answer is no. So I'd probably say no at this moment in time. But again, uh, I think a lot of it has been negativity and it's, and it's well-deserved. This is the worst result in the championship I can think of stretching back multiple seasons. Yeah. Honestly, because listen, we've played poorly in the, in the Premier League for sure. This we've is worse than matches. losing to Barnsley. This is worse Agreed. than losing yeah. to Hull City 100%. at home. 100%. 100%. This is worse. This 100%. is worse. Because it could have been, it could have been scoreline honestly flattered us, which is saying yep. a lot when you lose four one to a yep. newly promoted side, mind you. But again, a lot of negativity. Well, well earned. It's the second of October, right? We've played what? We we played a third of the season around yep. about. There's a lot of matches to be played, a lot of twists and turns. I don't want to make any predictions just yet. I think this team very well could find itself. You know, we do have a new manager. We have to forget. Yep. He's only been here since what July. People take time to adapt. And yes, the reason I think we're acting so negatively is we had a taste of what we could be back in the first month and a half. It's of the, the expectations. That's gone. You know, it's a championship. Every match is a slog. We should have known this. Honestly, I should have known better. We were naive thinking we're going to walk this league. This is one of the toughest leagues in the entire Yeah, well, world. we talked about that, Max. You know, again, the yeah. expectations got us to think higher than maybe we should have. And we have to respect the league that we're in. And but listen, the league I think we, we're gonna, we we're are gonna, in we're gonna is learn extremely difficult. What? After the international break, we're, we're going to learn a lot against QPR, right? We're going to learn a yep. lot about what this team is made of. And honestly, I'm worried because last time after the international break, it was a loss to Blackpool, right? We didn't react yep. well, but we need a reaction now. We absolutely do. And, and again, this goes back to what's been going on in September. Now this is October that we've been seeing from this club. We still see that brilliance. We, we see it. We've seen it against Stoke City. And I watched Stoke City beat West Brom. Stoke City, I think we need to give them more respect, okay? So that was a quality win. Let's call it what it is. I think Birmingham City were a quality win. But then you have these losses. It's, like I said, it's feast or famine. There's no middle ground. And I used to complain about Parker Ball, and I will always complain about Parker Ball. But it's a good point from you to bring this up. Parker's teams did fight. We need this team to fight now. We need them to fight. I want them to play the football that they can play, but they need to fight. Those are really my opening thoughts or and closing thoughts. We need to be able to fight. There's a Goldman for you. So anyways, we will be doing a post-match show in a few days, but uh, we wanted to do this because I know I always feel better after this and I actually have to go to work now. So this is this is going to get me in a great mood to go to work. So anyways, let's wrap this up. For Max Cohen, I'm Russ Cohen. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.